0: Hey everybody, welcome to our second special edition of Passing Judgment on Election Day. It's now election night. We are talking to you from Los Angeles, California where it is early evening. And we are, I think like the rest of our listeners, eagerly watching the results come in. And we are as always, I'm your host, Jessica Levinson, and we are as always joined by the show's co-host, Joe Armstrong. Joe, how's your election day going?
1: Oh, Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. As we're talking, like you said, polls are closing in the eastern states. Some of them have already closed, so we're starting to get some preliminary results. Turnout is high from what I can tell, and if current trends continue, the totals will be higher than more than a century, which is saying quite a thing. So if nothing else, I think this election will provide a treasure trove of data for people who study election and election turnout, such as yourself. And I am an armchair uh, fan of that kind of thing. So it'll be very interesting for me as well. An Associated Press survey shows that about 15% of 2020 voters did not vote in 2016. So it's nice to see people getting out to the polls regardless of for whom they vote. And it brings me to this concept. Do you know what the phrase doom scrolling means, Jessica?
0: I do. That's now my subspecialty, which is doom scrolling. Uh, a reporter I know uh, posted on Twitter this morning, or I'm sorry, as you would say, the socials this morning, and she said, uh, doom scrolling or binge eating. And I said, why choose, basically? But yes, do you want to explain uh, doom scrolling?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are probably doing it. They don't even know they're doing it. They may be doing it right now as they're listening to us. So focus, everybody, focus. We're trying to give you some good information here. People do it in normal times as well. But uh, I've noticed that when I'm stressed about something and I'm a news junkie and as I know you are and a lot of our listeners are as well. You drop into your phone or you drop onto your computer. It seems to be the phone is more of a scrolling thing than a computer, but you could still scroll on the computer, and you just go from article to article, from thing to thing, bouncing from news source to news source to social media outlet, from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram to God only knows what else. And I think it's just a manifestation of how stressed everyone is about this election. We've been in this election season now, it seems like, for five years because we mentioned this on our first uh, check-in earlier today. Donald Trump really never stopped campaigning after he won four years ago. 1,400 some days ago, seems like forever, like I said. So we've got some things that have changed, though. And in 2020, we have some very energized Trump supporters and some deeply deeply concerned Biden supporters like you said they're ptsd even though Biden's been leading in the polls consistently none of us are going to count those chickens until they hatch or have been cooked and eaten i think but after 2020 the trump people you know they seemed like a long shot but now they know they can win Uh, Here's an anecdotal thing. Uh, Instead of doom scrolling for a couple hours this afternoon, my special lady friend and I went to Burbank and we had a socially distanced lunch on Magnolia Avenue, one of our favorite spots. And I saw two cars speeding down Magnolia making a big scene with their Trump flag. So it's real and it's out there. Uh, Man, what have you seen? I know you've been doing a lot of media hits with a lot of different places. What do you see from your perch, Jessica?
0: I have. Well, what I see is that... uh polling may not be as reliable as we thought so one of the takeaways from 2016 of course is there was huge problems with the polls the polls didn't say Hillary Clinton had 100% chance of winning but it certainly looked good for her going into election night and there were a lot of polls this time around where the question for voters was really is it going to be a Biden big win or is it going to be a Biden small win in At the moment that we're talking to you, the things look pretty tight. Uh, We don't know what it's going to look like at the end of the night. But what I keep thinking about is how much the Electoral College has changed our country. And we did a special episode with Jesse Wegman, a New York Times editorial board member who wrote a book, The Case for Abolishing the Electoral College. And we're not counting. Votes. We're counting votes in specific places. We're not asking how many people cast a ballot for Joe Biden or President Trump. We are counting what is happening in Florida, in Ohio, in Michigan, in Wisconsin. And it just has so radically changed the way people run for election, the way presidents are elected, and may be outcome determinative in this case. And so... My takeaways right now are that I think we're going to have to really be careful before we uh, take too much stock in polls for 2022, the midterms, and 2024. And there are a lot of very anxious people in the country right now on both sides.
1: It has been thankfully peaceable so far from what I can tell there haven't been a whole lot of these doomsday scenarios we talked about in terms of civil unrest there's been a couple little shouting matches that i've read about here and there at polling places. There were a couple instances of people complaining about uh polling signs or you know advertising for candidates being you know in the forbidden zone, the demilitarized zone around the polling place, which we all know is a rule, and I think everyone should abide by that rule. but it turns out they were just outside the perimeter out there so Look, like you said, it's a very hotly contested election this year. And let me say that, you know, from my experience, elections, normal elections, such as they are, are usually like a slow motion plane crash, right? So everybody tunes in and they watch over the course of the night. And then especially those of us here on the West Coast, because it's later here when we get those results, Usually by the time we're headed to bed, we know who the winner is going to be. This year, it may take a number of days to get verifiable tallies. That's a long time to watch a plane crash. So have you worn out the refresh uh, button on your browser or your keyboard, Jessica? I know I certainly have.
0: Um, I think we need to talk about something else, which you may or may not remember. I have a terrible phobia of flying, so I'm really excited you decided to use that as our analogy for tonight. Um, And now we've just added another reason for me to uh, not only curl up in fetal position, but essentially self-swaddle at this point. So uh, have I worn out the refresh button? I don't think I've been this anxious about refreshing my browser since I was waiting for my bar results, which luckily I did pass the first time around. But look, this is not going to be a blowout. And um, things have changed. It's Fascinating, you know, what happens on election day, where the morning feels somewhat surreal and slow, and then things really ramp up on the West Coast around 4pm. And then all of a sudden, it's just like drinking water from a fire hydrant and trying to keep up with I mean, what are we really thinking about this time around? It's not just which states are closing, but then also trying to remember, oh, which states allow you to count the vote by mail ballots beforehand so that we're also seeing the results for those. Which states allow you, uh, which states say, no, you can't count the votes until Election Day, which is another way of saying in which states do we think there might be a significant red mirage and our blue shift. So there's a lot to keep track of. And uh, I will just, I hate this phrase, I can't believe I'm using it. But listeners, it is the moment for a little self care. Joe, you told me, walk outside, take some deep breaths, drink some water. And that's important for all of us. And as I said, on the podcast, we have seen where our country is cracked and whatever happens, we're going to talk about how to rebuild.
1: Right. And you know, for those of us who watch elections like other people watch sports championship games, it is physically and physically and mentally hard to exist in this like heightened, stressful, and intellectually aroused state. Normally, it's just a matter of hours. Like you said, for us in California, maybe 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., which is still a long time to be in that state. But this year, it may be dozens of hours it may be a number of days and that's a long time to be in that state and i would remind everyone just like jessica said go outside breathe remind yourself to breathe unclench your jaw we're going to survive this most of us will at least and for a little bit of levity i will insert this into our conversation which is the thing that i keep seeing on the socials as i like to say is this game that everybody seems to be playing and people do this for different events as well but there's this game i'm calling it what are you drinking Right for those of us who drink alcohol which is some of us and I know not you and if if you were I would invite you over to share my bottle of 18 year old Lagavulin Scots that I purchased to get me through the next few days I would offer you some, a wee dram as we like to say but uh, it seems to me that, Jessica, you are just drinking water out of that fire hose. And thank you for being in the front lines. Thank you for uh, taking one for the team and doing all these media hits and just immersing yourself in this. Because I know you're fascinated by it, just as I am. But it's a lot to swallow. It's a lot to hold in your hand and your heart and your head. Now, where are the candidates tonight? Biden traveled to Scranton. And uh, Philadelphia today, in Pennsylvania, which is a swing state. He returned home to Delaware, which is where he's, he is watching the results of this election. Trump originally had an event, uh, an election night event, scheduled at the Trump International, one of his numerous properties, numerous hotels. But he canceled that, and he is watching the returns from the White House. Uh, so here we are, all eyes are on the swing states. Politics is theater for bad actors, and uh, what can we expect over the next few hours? What do you think?
0: Um, well, we can expect me to really uh, rethink my idea that alcohol does me more harm than good, which, just to be clear, is that any amount of alcohol, they typically get a pretty bad headache, and it's just not worth it. Uh, what else can we expect? Doom scrolling, and... Look, I think in a few hours, it will be clear if we will know a winner in the next few hours or days, or if we're going to be in protracted litigation. And since I am always the pessimist of this podcast, let me just say, I think things are heading for at least a bit of protracted litigation. I don't know if it will be the five weeks that we saw for Bush v. Gore, but let's remind people of a couple of... Timelines and then um, maybe we'll wrap up this second special episode. So, today obviously we vote and we've been voting for quite a while now. Then, on uh, December 8th, there's something called the safe harbor deadline, and that is the deadline by which states have to resolve all of their electoral college issues. So, they have to decide are you sending the Biden Harris slate or are you sending the Trump Pence slate? December 14th. Members of the Electoral College vote. January 6, Congress accepts the votes, certifies the results from the Electoral College. January 20th is Inauguration Day, and we, at this point, do not know who will be inaugurated.
1: Oh, dear Lord, Jessica, I hope I don't have to exist in this state until January 20th. I hope that none of us do. And let me leave you with this. You know, when you're feeling uh, optimistic or pessimistic about America, remember that a 2012 study by the National Science Foundation revealed that one in four Americans believe that the sun orbits the earth and that these people vote. So with that, (laughs) as you like to say, we will check in with you again in a few hours. Try to relax get a glass of wine, get a bottle of wine, get a keg of beer, whatever it is you have to do to get through this, but we will get through it. The sun will rise tomorrow. If it's litigation, it will be litigation. We will continue fighting the good fight and Jessica and I will keep bringing you as much, mm, I was going to say high level analysis, but we will bring you some kind of analysis as we roll through all of these topics. So thank you, Jessica.
0: Thank you, Joe. It really is a pleasure to be able to talk through these issues with you. And we're very grateful for our listeners for sticking with us on this big day. And we will talk to you again soon.